Mike's Daily Podcast. FF episode 1467, I think. It's Mike Matthews broadcasting from Cafe Anyway, located somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont. Today, we will hear from people and things will happen. And I am going to tell you right now, I was at a party last night where I was the karaoke master guy. Mike's Daily Podcast. And it was crazy. It was weird. 1,467 is this episode today. Mike's Daily Podcast. With Benita, the disgruntled fiddle player and the brewmaster, and there was all of a sudden a group of women that took over the karaoke machine. Can you blame them? Because they wanted to hear the Beach Boys over and over again, and every single song they've ever done, including Kokomo. And to me, that was the end. When you hear Kokomo, it's like good night. Shut off the lights. Mike's Daily Podcast. Hey, I was on a podcast today. Well, I don't know when it's going to be posted. Probably not today. So, Mike's that's was Daily False Statementing Podcast. What I just said. So, yeah. Yeah, it's called Your Nerd Side. And I was once on this show years and years ago. And I'm back on it. Even though the topic was zombies, and I know little to nothing about zombies, I don't watch zombie shows. Oh, look, I just walked in. Hi, Mark! It's Benita the Rodeo Queen! How y'all doing? And to this girl, fiddle player, tell you what. What? Zombies are cool because they're dead and their flesh is rotting from their bodies. Uh huh. Look who else walked in. Hello, Mike. I make the delicious root beer. I'm the brewmaster. Oh, boy, I have some root beer right now. Oh, thank you. The most wonderful root beer ever. Let's see, last show... We, oh, I think this is the show where I do a cartoon, isn't it? It is, and I have no freaking clue who is going to be in the show's podcast picture. So that, that'll be a mystery that we'll solve by the end of the show today. So the people saying, I was dressed as a character from, well, from Doctor Who. I had a... Oh. And here's today's podcast picture. The podcast picture today is, like I was mentioning, in progress. Uh, yeah, that was an interesting... What happened was... I showed up as this weeping angel. Of course, nobody at this party, because they were all 20 years older than me there, knew what a weeping angel was or Doctor Who or anything. And you know what? You know what got me mad? Is a lot of people at this party were not in costume. And it was a costume party. That is wrong in so many ways. And I was... Oh, I got a little text. Hey, you know what the big plan is tonight? Is to go see Pirates of Emerson. It's a local haunted house in the Bay Area at the fairgrounds. And I actually do the commercial for Pirates of Emerson. In fact, I wonder if I can play that for you at the moment. Let's see. I just got to click over here and go over here. And there it should be right down here. Uh, it is a... Here it is. It goes on something like this. 
Hometown Radio is brought to you by Pirates of Emerson. Pirates of Emerson Haunted Theme Park at the Fairgrounds in Pleasanton. The 25th anniversary with nightly cash giveaways. Voted one of the scariest haunted houses in the country. Piratesofemerson.com for details. Open Friday, September 30th through Monday, October 31st. That might not have actually been... That might have just been in your right ear if you were listening to this in stereo. But yeah, that's the commercial that I do for them. So we go every year and we check out this Pirates of Emerson thing. And we're going to go tonight in Pleasanton. So if you are at the fairgrounds, we will see you there getting scared. They have some cool things. One year they had this, it was like a Christmas oriented haunted house. And there was these uh, uh, people dressed as like Satan Santas. Which actually, you know, the, those two words are very similar. Just a couple letters flipped around. For those Will Shorts fans that do the New York Times crossword puzzle and then listen to his little segment on the uh, weekend edition on NPR, where I don't know where Lulu Garcia Navarro was. She wasn't on the Lourdes, wasn't on the show today. I was so upset. She's so wonderful when she's on that Lourdes Garcia Navarro. And she, and she talks all about... So... I think we'll have you today, Brewmaster. All right, I like making root beer, boy. He loves it so much, he's going to pour us another glass. Thank you. Oh, the root beer is flowing. I'm making Matthew's chinos, if you'd like one. I got that going on here today at Cafe Anyway. 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 Um, I was very tired when I got home last night. My right foot still hasn't completely healed. And I was still in a lot of pain. And there I was after the party. I'd had three beers and a little bit of wine, just a tiny half a glass. This fantastic red wine from the local Livermore area that was so wonderful. And I, I just, oh, I just felt bad about the whole experience. I felt like, because I have now, for this friend of mine, I've done three karaoke parties. And she always invites her same friends and they always end up just taking over. And it's sort of like, Ryan, reminds me of a, one of those mouse experiments where the mouse keeps hitting the button because he knows he's going to get the little feed. He's going to get the little the, whatever they give him, a little bit of cheese. And every time he hits it, he gets it. And they, they, they use that experiment for something to find out if mice are actually, in fact, mice and that they enjoy food. Well, these women do the same kind of Pavlovian thing where they're, another song, another song. Like you hear one song that you hate and, and then they want to do another song that you hate. And it's like, can you guys come up with something different? So I basically am saying I'm done with karaoke parties and I'm done doing karaoke and done doing the karaoke master. It was fun, but I think I've done it now four times this year and I'm just done. I'm done. So that's it. Anyway, on the cafe anyway. Anyway. On the Nerd Side podcast that I was on, which should be posted in about a week, possibly. I'll keep you posted. We discussed... I wanted to talk a little bit about Harvey Weinstein and about the whole thing with Gwyneth Paltrow and Gwyneth Paltrow's in the Marvel Universe as Pepper Potts, the girlfriend of Iron Man, Tony Stark. But then there's something in the last movie, they were split... Probably because Gwyneth Paltrow didn't want to be on But at one time Harvey Weinstein Did something afoul with her 
I don't know. I didn't. I forget exactly. But he was being a jerk, and so, gosh. So we have a story about that right now, about the whole Harvey Weinstein thing, and about Trump, and about what he's done. Has he done things that that rival Harvey Weinstein? Well, almost a year after New Yorker Jessica Leeds and other women stepped forward with harrowing accounts of being sexually assaulted by a powerful man, another scandal with similar elements exploded. Exploded. Only this time the punishment was swift and devastating. It's hard to reconcile that Harvey Weinstein could be brought down with this and Trump just continues to be the Teflon Don, said Leeds, who claims she was groped 30 years ago on a plane by the man whose presence she cannot escape now that he sits in the Oval Office. Which he said, I wonder if I have this, I'll put his clip here where he says, But all my life I've heard that decisions are much different when you sit behind the desk in the Oval Office. In other words, when you're President of the United States. Because being in the Oval Office means you're President. So, in this world in which we live, in Florida, Melinda McGillivray was having much the same reaction. She said, what makes me mad is the guy is president. She said a year ago went public with allegations that Trump grabbed her at a Mar-a-Lago, at Mar-a-Lago in 2003 when she was 23. Leeds and McGillivray were among the 11 women who came forward in the 2016 campaign to accuse the then Republican presidential candidate of unwanted touching or kissing. Trump called the charges pure fiction and referred to the women as horrible, horrible liars. Yet he went ahead and put every woman that ever accused Bill Clinton of same sorts of deeds right in front of Hillary at the second debate, I think it was. Their claims did not stop the celebrity real estate titan on his climb to the most powerful office of the world, as we know. Since then, numerous men in high places have been felled by charges of sexual misconduct, most notably among them, Bill O'Reilly, and of course, uh, Roger Ailes, uh, the star Fox News anchor Bill O'Reilly was ousted less than a year after Roger Ailes, the network's co-founder, and then Harvey Weinstein, once regarded as one of the most influential figures in the entertainment business. Of course, Bill O'Reilly and Roger Ailes on the right side of the political spectrum, Weinstein on the left. The Weinstein scandal, which was featured, uh, which has featured graphic accounts of assault from a string of celebrity accusers, has sparked a national debate about sexual harassment. Many women inspired by a hashtag MeToo campaign have taken to social media to tell their own stories and calls to the National Sexual Assault Hotline have risen sharply. I heard someone, a guy, comment on the MeToo campaign and said that she saw on face, uh, he saw on Facebook a girl he used to date and he thought that it was odd that she posted a MeToo uh, post But he was saying she had been Very promiscuous Had been with him and several other men At the same time he found out later And he he was uh, He thought that she Posting the me too hashtag Was a bit dubious he had a whole Reason for that whatever 
I, as a man, when you ho- when you hashtag me too, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt, and I'm saying that's screwed up, and you know that's the world's got to change. And I, I hate sexual predators. Uh, I've I've just you know as a guy, you have to just say, hey, no, stop, done. Let's get this done and get people in power like Weinstein and Trump to. Uh, Pay for their what they've done wrong. Now, has Trump really done something wrong? This still has been pushed into. Uh, well, we don't know for sure yet. And this article goes on in the Washington Post, written by Karen Tumulty, Mark Berman, and Jenna Johnson. You can check it out now. The frustrations of some Trump accusers surfaced publicly in the days after the New York Times revealed the allegations against Weinstein, and that's what this article is about. Now, back to Bill O'Reilly. In January, Fox News host Bill O'Reilly agreed to pay an astonishing $32 million to settle sexual harassment allegations from a Fox News analyst. The New York Times also reported details of that situation and of the settlement on Saturday, which was previously unknown to the reporters who had uncovered a string of sexual harassment claims against the popular host of the O'Reilly Factor. The newly disclosed allegations came from Liz Wheel, a former legal analyst at Fox News who appeared on O'Reilly's show for more than 15 years. She accused Bill O'Reilly of repeatedly harassing her, forcing her into a sexual relationship, and sending her gay pornography and sexually explicit material. Hmm. Even though company executives were aware of O'Reilly's alleged transgressions, they planned to keep him on at the company and extended his contract in as recently as February. That all changed in April when the New York Times reported of uh, the five, five allegations, was it? Oh, reported on the five settlements involving O'Reilly, five of them. And the scandal sparked protests and led advertisers to boycott O'Reilly's top-rated cable news show. It all comes down to the boycotting. And then people go, oh, well, maybe he did something bad. Let's get rid of him. And it went that far. (sighs) Finally, it's something a little more interesting in the world of tech. Something a little uplifting. Okay, maybe not that uplifting. The biggest cities in the world are in pursuit of building digital worlds to live in. Smart cities, they're called. Drones delivering your goods that you ordered online, driverless cars, the eradication of the need for cash, hyperloop travel, even making all daily admin and tasks solely via the internet. It would make the world more efficient, but the Economist Intelligence Unit warns that if authorities and companies don't put in security measures at the same pace of developing these technologies, it makes the places we live more unsafe. According to EIU in its Safe Cities Index report, quote, the rapid deployment of digital technologies in pursuit of the smart city has also exposed vulnerabilities. While smart city technologies no doubt bring benefits, the rush to embrace them carries considerable risk. If investments in digital technologies are not accompanied by commensurate investments in cybersecurity, the consequences could be dire. An entire city 
could be left in chaos if hackers were to shut down the power supply, a prospect city officials now need to plan against. The EIU ranks countries in its Safe Cities Index annually. Uh, While Tokyo led the pack of Asian cities dominating the top 10 in the overall ranking with European cities making up the rest of the elite positions, the sub-index of digital security was slightly different. More and more cities are moving towards open digital platforms. Oh, let's see. Uh, While U.S. cities failed to hit the top 20 posts in the overall ranking, they dominate the digital security elite positions. The report used San Francisco as a case study to show how easily more digital savvy cities can be crippled by a hack. Last year, hackers attacked the city's uh, the BART system, as you may recall, encrypting all of its data and demanding a ransom. While the situation was resolved the next day due to the city's resource and capabilities and rectifying situation, the EIU noted that if It happened on a weekday. Thousands of workers would have been left stranded or unable to get to work. Um, And so, yeah, Tokyo is number one. This is uh, the Safe Cities Index. So Tokyo is the safest, then Singapore, Chicago's three, Amsterdam's four, and Hong Kong's five. Then Toronto 6, Los Angeles 7, San Francisco 8, New York 9, and Dallas 10. As we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcastro Valley. And check out all the past podcast pictures, past shows, and I have almost completely alphabetized all the past interviews that I have done. I'm good all the way through R. And then from S to Z, it's kind of a melee. So, But you've got just about everybody you can check out all the musicians I've talked to in the past. You can help out the show through the Amazon link. I almost bought something on Amazon. Going through my Amazon link at mikesdailypodcast.com because I remembered. Well, not really, but I'm saying that now so that to remind you that you need to remember to go to mikesdailypodcast.com and you can um, go and and, uh, whatever you're going to buy on Amazon. Just like that. And then you, you buy what you were going to buy on Amazon. And it helps me out by doing that. Mike'sDailyPodcast.com Then there was uh, also the PayPal. If you'd like to help out that way. PayPal, its stock is growing exponentially. I had to use PayPal last week. Everybody's using PayPal. The other thing that's big is Skechers. Skechers Shoes stock has gone up considerably. And in fact, the guy who I did the, I was on the podcast with, one of his sponsors is Skechers, so good for him there. Hey, a quick rundown of some of the awful, awful songs. Look, I, I think these songs are great, but when they're done with karaoke and people that can't sing a lick, it sounds terrible. So the last song they did was Eagles, Lion Eyes, which is the longest song ever. It's like 10 minutes long. It's... You know, the first time I heard it, oh yeah, that's cool. You can't hide your lion eyes. I saw the the documentary about the Eagles and how when they wrote the song, they thought it was a cool idea and it was a big hit for them. Great. But it will put me to sleep like that so quickly. Oh, they also sang Sounds of Silence, Take Me Home Country Roads, John Lennon Imagine, 
What a Wonderful World, the Louis Armstrong song, not the cool Ramon song. Can't Help Falling in Love, Elvis Presley. Uh, Love Me Tender, Elvis Presley. The Beach Boys, I Get Around, Good Vibrations, Wouldn't It Be Nice, Surfer Girl by The Beach Boys, Don't Worry Baby by The Beach Boys. All those songs are good, California Girls. Daydream Believer by The Monkees, they did that too. But then they went and did this one. And like I said, that's what... And I don't know why this is only in my left ear. And in your left ear. To make a Bahama come on pretty mama. Okay, you get the idea. Mike'sDailyPodcast.com Next show, it is going to be the wonderful Madame Rutabaga, Valentino, and Bison Bentley. Thanks for listening. I'll see you at the fairgrounds tonight. If you go to the Pirates of Emerson thing, I might see you there. And enjoy the rest of your weekend. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at Mike'sDailyPodcast.com. Email Mike now. Mike's Daily Podcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.